Welcome to HeartSpace, a show that will give you tools to awaken your intuition and the courage to listen to your heart so that you can create your best life. I'm your host, Sarah Lewis, an intuitive life coach, and my mission is to show you that you already have everything you need, and it's all in your heart space. Hi everyone, welcome back to HeartSpace. Thank you so much for tuning in with me today for another episode. And today I'm sharing a conversation that I had with the amazing Verity Brown, who helps female business owners put themselves on their to-do list because she believes that the secret to a beautiful business and life is working on yourself first. Verity takes women from drained and happy and lost to clear, balanced, and joyful with her 90-day bespoke 121 program. She has worked in marketing for over a decade and then founded the Sea Salt Plan, which stands for Stop Existing and Start Actually Living Today, which I love, two years ago and has ever since been helping women reprogram their mind for happiness and success. And I think that this conversation will really support you on many levels. So that's why I'm so excited to share it with you. We talk about why defining what happiness means to you is so important in your life and also in your business if you have one or are wanting to start one how Verity's conditioning blocked her from her intuition for many years and her journey to connect to her intuition again and how that really changed everything for her, why women are naturally more intuitive, how Verity balances mind and heart, strategy and flow, the importance of removing blocks and limiting beliefs to trust yourself again, why it's so important to work with the subconscious mind, knowing when it's time to get support from a coach or healer and when it's time to do the work yourself. We also talk about how to heal from from heartbreak, whether it be from a relationship not working out, but also grief, what she did to find true love and why it's so important to do the inner work to find a partner and have a healthy relationship and so much more. So without further ado, let's bring Verity on. Hi Verity, thank you for being here with me today. I'm really happy to have you on HeartSpace and I'm looking forward to our conversation today. Oh, hello, lovely. Thank you so much for asking me to be here. I am very excited. So am I. And I like to start off with a fun question that I ask all my guests, which is what was your morning ritual this morning? (gasps) Oh no, I can't believe you asked me that today. I had a really, really (laughs) bad morning. (laughs) That's okay. I mean, Um, I guess it's part of reality. (laughs) 
well let's 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 talk this through yeah um I I kind of just yeah struggled to get out of bed this morning it normally I'm up at half five six and mm. this morning my body was like girl you need to rest mm-hmm. so um but the things that I always make sure that I do do are my marla beads so um mm-hmm. I do 108 declarations with them every morning. Um, Normally it would be lemon water and hypnosis and meditation. But this morning it was marla beads and a little bit of kind of TLC for for my obviously sleepy head and and my body that needed it. So, (laughs) yeah. Well, that's beautiful. And I think it's really important to stay kind of like real with this because it's not always easy to maintain a practice and a morning ritual especially and there are days where we're more tired and we might need to sleep in a little bit and that's part of it like I think it's important to respect and honor that yeah totally totally all all in the name of authenticity 100% yeah (laughs) absolutely and I'm really always so interested in people's stories. So can you tell us a little bit about you and your background and your story? If like, see where it takes you. I know it's a very open question, but I like to ask it usually. Yeah, no, that's fine. So uh, born and bred in England. Um, I was a marketer for 12, 13 years. Mm-hmm. Um, and then one day um basically received a message from my higher self with the name of my uh, company, the Sea Salt Plan. Um, Mm. And on a train journey home, uh, a few days after, was kind of channeled through um, the 10 main principles of that, um, which is basically all about stop uh, existing and start living today. Um, And that was was like two and a half years ago. Um, And I've been looking at becoming freelance self-employed because I just couldn't find my dream job out there um but I kept trying things that I weren't I that wasn't in my flow um I was kind of forcing things to happen and then that just kind of fell in my lap um Mm. and I I know that you uh, talk a lot about what in intuitive style you are so I'm Claire audience so that's how that came to yeah, which I didn't know at the time. I was just very freaked out. At the time. I can imagine. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, I just start writing all these things that have come into my head from a, a powerful source. Um, yeah, and then uh, so since then, I've just yeah, kind of been working one to one group coaching events uh, with women who um, just aren't living life to its fullest, really. Um, so in a nutshell, that's kind of, of my journey of, of the business and, and kind of how I got to where I am today. Mm, beautiful. Thank you for sharing. And so can you talk a little bit more about your work and what you're doing right now, what offerings you have and all that? Yeah, sure. So um, as you know, with with your own business, mm-hmm. with anything in life, evolution is a beautiful part of it and we all have to make mistakes and and have failures to really understand like our true sweet spot of of how we're meant to serve and so um I've had like a quite a big shift um this year in the I've always helped women in the same way 
But what I found is that the more and more women that I speak to, um, whether that be in kind of clarity calls or just in person, women I bump into, like in the shop or whatever, I can never turn off the coaching kind of brain. Um, It's interesting that, you know, we we all do this, um, but we all have these like beautiful Instagram feeds. And, uh, you know, I will often research the women that I'm due to speak to, um, if they book a clarity call with me. And when we get on the call, it's often that the reality isn't what we see on an Instagram feed. And what I realized is that we may be successful in life, but are we truly happy? Mm. And it's been a real big thing for me that, um, uh, and, it, and it's a complex subject, you know, but, yeah. but there's, there's, there's so many women out there who, who do have successful businesses, you know, and are doing great or, you know, they may be growing and getting there and their Instagram feeds are beautiful and amazing and life looks wonderful. But when you speak to them, there's normally one or two things that is just stopping them from like a living really authentically happy. And so that's kind of what I do now. It's really working with women to both kind of understand themselves what happiness is mm-hmm. um, so they can find that. And then we kind of transition into them working on their business. Because of my marketing background, I have to blend the kind of spirituality with the the strategy. So yeah. we work on you first, which I think is super important and a big step a lot of people miss out. And then we move into the business. So yeah, so that's kind of what I do at the minute. It's a, a three month program where I work directly with women on on really just being truly happy and successful in real life as well as on their Instagram feed. Mm, beautiful. I love that. And it is so true because obviously Instagram is only like what we put out there and it's not usually completely true to what we're living. And, you know, I, I guess like more and more people are also putting out there more authentically and sharing from that space and being more vulnerable but it is important to remind people that what you see on Instagram is not necessarily always true but that that's not necessarily what's most important what's most important is to really be happy and I love that you're actually doing that and working with women in that way yeah, yeah, and just and one last uh, like kind of comment on that. I I've always moved away from the word happiness because I find mm-hmm. it a very subjective word. But actually, when we drill down to it, we all do just want happiness, and it's up to us to define what that is for us. Um, so it is kind of an area that's a little bit icky and messy and mm-hmm. unknown. But actually, it's like just true true beauty so um if any women are out there thinking oh my gosh you know I don't know what happiness means to me it's it's like going on that beautiful journey to figure that out and then we don't just like wander aimlessly through life like trying to be happy if we don't know what the definition of it is for us um and beauty is that we're in control of what that is. You know, we, mm-hmm. we have that power within us to do that. So, yeah, it's, re- it's really a really gorgeous thing that I've been able to do with women. So, yeah. Mm, yeah, no, that's true. It, it really is important to define what it is for you. And I do agree that maybe happiness is sometimes 
difficult to like really understand or use in a way. So I think it's really just like coming back to what it means to you and defining it yourself and then knowing that you have the power to create that for yourself. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And you also mentioned, which I love that you had the download from your intuition to start your business and your journey. So what was your, like, I guess your spiritual journey for yourself and also with intuition, how did that look like for you? Yeah. So I actually suppressed it for many, many years. Um, I had been raised to believe that women who kind of uh, trusted their emotions and their gut and intuition were weaker and fluffier Mm. and um, it had obviously filtered through into my subconscious and so and it was by no one in particular it was just general kind of surroundings that I'd I'd Mm -hmm. just been accustomed to and so through school it was always focused on the academia and the results and the numbers and and everything and and then that kind of continued when I, I had a 10-year relationship uh, with a, a man. And again, he was a very rational person who didn't really believe in anything that is connected to the beauty of intuition or spirituality. Mm-hmm. And so I just went along with it. It wasn't, it wasn't his fault. I just, you know, I was my own woman. I made the decision that, yep, that's a load of rubbish. I am very rational, which makes me a stronger, smarter woman. And this is how I'm going to live. Um, and then we, we broke up and all of a sudden it was like this layer had been taken away and I started to delve back into it. Um, and that was kind of it for me. It just cracked it open. And then Mm -hmm. ever since I've just been super thirsty for, for anything spiritual. And I think the beautiful thing is that some things I connect with a lot more than others, but in terms of intuition, like I see it as, you know, and obviously you speak so much about this on the podcast, but it's, it is like a muscle and a tool that Mm -hmm. as women, like we're just, oh, we're doing ourselves such a horrible thing if we don't use it because it's such a beautiful thing that we possess. Um, And I would say 95% of the decisions I make now are on intuition. Mm. So it's kind of gone a a complete 360 in like four years for me just my ego head brain only to like you know let's let's see if it feels right kind of thing so yeah it's been really powerful beautiful yeah I mean I was kind of the same way as well and and I think it's so important to realize that it can completely change your life and your way of doing life and probably for your for you as well you use it in your business right yeah a hundred percent um, definitely. And I encourage my clients to as well. Yeah. Um, and to, I think the important thing is, I think, you know, for, for women like us who are so used to it now, we, we know the power and the accuracy of it, but for mm-hmm. women who are new to it, it's scary because they're like trying to change decades of habits of, mm-hmm. of using their mind only. So it's really important that women sometimes are guided. Um, and I think like, like the work you do in the podcast and stuff helps women really understand like how do we tap into it and so it's super helpful to have resources like that to aid women along really 
Yeah, absolutely. And you're so right when you said before that it's like a muscle that you can strengthen. And absolutely in the beginning, it is scary and we tend to not really trust it or maybe we start listening, but we're like, but that doesn't necessarily make sense right now. How can I do it? And so it's really important to have people like you and just like this support system especially in the beginning to really understand that first of all yes it's normal and it is part of who you are especially as women I think obviously we all are intuitive we all can tap into that but women it's like more natural I think um, except that we have kind of gotten disconnected from it but it's okay to do to listen and it is safe to do so and it will lead you to beautiful places. Mm, yeah, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. And I do, I do think women um, have a stronger t- connection to it just purely through how we're made. Yes. And so we do really need to, to make sure we're using that as like, I call it a little superpower. <laughs> like yeah, we need to, you too. know, <laughs> like <laughs> it's, it's so beautiful, yeah, and um, and just trust it, like you say. So, mm-hmm. well, which which is not always as easy uh, to do, no. um, <laughs> but it is a practice, and it is something that we can start strengthening, and like a muscle. I think that's that's a beautiful way to put it. Yeah, yeah. And so, do you have um, practices? or things that help you with that to feel more connected to it or just in general more aligned or however you want to put it. It's always hard to find the the wording exactly to describe this, but like more grounded, all these, all these things. Yeah. I mean, I think there's, there's two key things for me. One, one thing is to keep doing the small things. Um, so it's the same with anything like spiritual, like things like manifestation or anything like that, where you can lose a little bit of confidence sometimes within it or trust or whatever mm-hmm. It's to every day, keep doing those small things. So that could be something like, which road you take on a journey or, what time you leave the house or something or whatever it may be and just like use your intuition for the tiny tiny things every day because that helps build it up so when you have like a really big business decision to make or you're going to buy a house or whatever you've trained it so well that you trust it Mm -hmm. um and I think this is where sometimes people can go wrong is that they go for the big thing first Mm. and then panic and then think oh gosh like what have I done and then the ego and brain comes in because the mind is super super powerful and then you go oh yeah I know the mind better we'll go with that Mm -hmm. and then you're you're kind of crushing your your intuitive side so I would say start small and practice every day with it in the in the smallest of, of ways that you can but also start to reflect back on when your intuition has really put you, you on a good path mm-hmm. um so it'll be so easy for you to think back as to maybe job roles or things that didn't go to plan or whatever it may be where you think oh gosh yeah I made that decision on intuition And it led to here, 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 and now I'm here. Mm. And it's really important that we reflect. I think we forget to do that a lot in life, reflect, because we're just so focused on the the future, which is amazing because that's how we, you know, manifest and and set intentions and, and things like that. But 
we need to understand how far we've come as well to practice gratitude for mm-hmm. that and say to the universe, thank you for the guidance so far. I'm going to use this experience to keep going forward. So I think that's a really beautiful practice that you can do. And it's quite nice and playful just to sit there with a journal and just think, right, okay, intuition, where have you been in my, you know, like, where did you come into my life? And it's, it's quite interesting to see what then comes up for you. Mm, I love that. I think it is important to start small because that's how you start building trust, like you said, uh, which is so important. So with the little things and like you said as well, it's supposed to be playful and, and kind of like fun. It's a journey that is meant to not be heavy and it's meant to feel light. Obviously, it's not always going to be easy, but it is supposed to be like supposed to flow and be effortless I think and yeah yeah Yeah, and the flow bit is so so crucial isn't it finding that flow it's it's quite a cliche term but it it really is what we're all aiming for because that is allows us to to live a beautiful life that Mm -hmm. is true to us so I think that's definitely definitely a good point yeah Mm, yeah and you also mentioned um the mind and we know the mind is very powerful. So how do you personally or with your clients um, find that balance or how do you marry kind of um, the mind and intuition? Because both are important and also strategy and flow or those two kind of concepts. Yes. The million dollar question. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, well, it's that gorgeous thing through life. There's, there's always the, the balance of, of the extremes, isn't there? So the feminine, the masculine, you know, yes. the sun and the moon, yin and yang. Like it's, it's a real cornerstone of, of society and culture and, and the way that we're raised and we live our life. And I think the, the kind of mind versus the heart, the gut, the intuition, whatever you want to call mm-hmm. it, is, is one of those as well. Um, the mind can also sometimes be referred to as the ego. And sometimes that triggers people, but sometimes it really helps you understand that it's kind of like this big chap just trying to like ruin things a little bit and get a bit obnoxious <laughs> rather than your little mind in your head, like trying to support you on daily life. But the beautiful thing is like, the mind is super easy to manipulate. And I mean that in a positive sense as in you being able to manipulate it yourself for what you want to achieve in life. Um, And I think we get scared of the mind because it is such a powerful tool. And, you know, it's the thing that, that, leads everything else in terms of the way we've been raised in a, a normal society. But the problem is the mind restricts us so much from living mm-hmm. that truer life. And it is scary. It's super scary to start reprogramming, but it is necessary to be able to understand, you know, what we truly want and strive to it. And I think what happens is, um, we, we need to use intuition and mind in parallel. So, mm-hmm. We work on reprogramming the mind. And what I mean by that is like, you know, we look at our blocks. So I say to a lot of women, what, what is stopping you from getting where you are now to say the woman you want to be in three, ta- in three years time? And a lot of the time the word fear comes up. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes it's confidence. Sometimes it's money. Sometimes it's time. And really all those things are very, you know, kind of 
rational explanations and that's absolutely fine but when we delve deeper we realize that a lot of it is mindset blocks Mm -hmm. and it's just really trying to then like rework all all of these little mindset blocks that we've had for so long and have bits that we have in our our mind so it's so let's let's take fear for example obviously fear is very general but um a woman could say the fear of failing like that's that's my that's why I can't become the businesswoman I want Mm. to be because I'm scared of failing so then you dig deeper like well why are you scared of failing what's the worst that go wrong I'll be laughed at okay and why does that bother you so much because I was bullied in school. Mm. Oh, okay. And you kind of delve deeper and deeper. And and it's about removing anything that actually isn't going to help us and is just stopping us. Um, they're also known as limiting beliefs yes. um, where, yeah, we, we think, um, well, I can't become the businesswoman that I want to be because I don't have enough money to spend on advertising or I don't have the knowledge of the woman that I look up to who has a hundred thousand followers or whatever the comparison you know the um bit feeling inferior the not feeling that we deserve things all these things come up in conversations that I have and if we're if if I was to be super like harsh and blunt like I would say that they're, they're all just made up really um but you know with the most respect that it's not our fault mm. it's just the way that our brains have, have been created over the time that we've been on this earth so the reason why intuition then comes in in a really beautiful way is because we then realize we don't have to rely on the mind for everything and we can really play with intuition and the mind together Mm -hmm. and so the more we soften the mind the more we allow the space for the intuition to come in and then work in parallel Mm, yeah that is so important and um i I find for me and for my clients that actually removing those blocks or limiting beliefs actually helps you tap into intuition even more. Mm. Um, I don't know if you, you agree with that. 100%, totally, yeah. It's a big part. It's a big part because I think it, it helps you trust yourself again. Mm-hmm. And as women, we're so disconnected sometimes. Like we forget who we are we get lost and and it's like removing those limited beliefs it's kind of us introducing ourselves to ourselves again um and it's the opportunity for like a fresh start in terms of our relationship with intuition and gut feeling Mm -hmm. and and listening to the language of the heart and and all of that really Mm, absolutely and you're right that they can really they're kind of linked in a way the the like you can use the power of the mind kind of as a tool and also your intuition and something I wanted to ask you is how do you work with um more specifically when you look at the mind the conscious and the subconscious mind or do you just refer to it in general as the mind yeah, no, I, I do split them. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, so for kind of, for anyone listening, like the conscious is, well, it's self-explanatory, but it's yes. what we're very conscious. <laughs> it's, it's like, um, you know, the things that, that we say and do and think that are are kind of, we, we know it, we're aware of it. So, so say for instance, the example that I gave with fear, like um, 
we are aware that we do not want to fail. That's a conscious thought. What sometimes we're not aware is that when we dig deeper, when we go those few layers deeper, we've got the subconscious sitting there. And the reason for that fear that we do not want to fail is because of something that our subconscious kind of absorbed Mm -hmm. two decades ago. And so um, I think this is, this is where I think as, as coaches, we, we kind of come in as well is that we, we always try to solve things on a conscious level and for some things that will work and that's fine and that's perfect. But if something's stuck and it Mm. is a true block or a belief that is entwined within us then that's when we need to drop down into the subconscious Mm -hmm. um, and start looking at that and it can be as simple as gentle as like meditation or journaling or sometimes even I find talk therapy Mm -hmm. you can really delve down and just get through to that subconscious but other times you may need something like um emotional freedom technique mm-hmm. eft or hypnosis or something a little a little deeper but the subconscious wow is yeah i think i think a lot of women don't know a huge amount about it and i i try and learn about it every day because it it's so so powerful mm-hmm. um and we're so used to just working with the conscious mind Mm. like you say so yeah it is very very important we do split the two Mm -hmm. yeah I agree and um I I I kind of try to look at both as well and like you said it's really huge the subconscious and not much is known about it and like you said a lot of things can be um limiting us and be in our subconscious mind. So we can work on the conscious mind, but that's not always enough. So then it is important to go deeper and to look at the subconscious mind. But also I think that, um, and tell me if you agree with that, that I, I kind of find that intuition can be a bridge between the subconscious and the conscious mind uh, in terms of like, sometimes we we see things without really noticing and our and it's not like there in our conscious so we don't necessarily have the like memory but it's stored in our subconscious and then we have this gut feeling or something and that's our intuition that is picking up from information that's in the subconscious so that's that's a link as well yeah i love that just- <laughs> i can just imagine a little bridge of subconscious kind of oh, intuition like leading yeah. to the subconscious <laughs> No, it's true. I think someone once said to me, like, you know, what is a gut feeling? Like, how do you describe a gut feeling? And this was years ago before I'd started like my business and stuff, but I was more spiritual and, and I kind of the best way I could describe it. And I still really stand by this definition today is that it's like your, your gut, which I believe is your second brain kind Mm -hmm. of processing every single piece of information and event and experience you've ever had in your life in like a millisecond Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and sending a signal to your brain saying okay girl this is this is the decision you should make because we've just like and I think you know it's um we need to like really connect with our bodies as well and listening to our bodies because our body is the most incredible machine on this planet that will ever exist Mm -hmm. no matter how high tech or advanced we get the body will still always be the most magnificent thing that has ever been created and we we need to start honoring that in terms of things like you know gut instincts and I think sometimes gut instinct is a good way for people to step on the path of intuition because Mm -hmm. 
it's it's like a sister of intuition in a sense but they all work together they're all part of the same family but um yeah it i just i just find it really beautiful how you you may not be too far down the path to start working with the subconscious but like you said gut feeling and things like that is a bridge towards getting there and the bridge between conscious and and the subconscious mm-hmm. absolutely yeah and um something else I wanted to ask you is obviously like we talk about spirituality and intuition and living from the heart what does it mean for you to live from your heart space or to live from that space still using the power of the mind and strategy and all these things but what does it look like for you to live this beautiful and happy life so yeah i i always say that the heart has its own language and um in the like original 10 steps that i wrote when i started working on the sea salt plan one of the the steps i actually it's the last one it was it it was listen to your heart mm. and the reason i say that is because i I know 100% the heart cannot lie. So we've talked about how easy it is to manipulate the mind. Mm -hmm. But for me, the heart is the truest, purest form of anything that is in existence. And your heart will never lie to you. And the danger with it is that it will hurt and it will ache. So with the mind, you may get a headache or you may worry. But if you've ever experienced heartache or heartbreak, I mean, that pain is excruciating and you know it's it's the beauty of something that's so amazing that there's there's the most incredible benefits from it but also the most incredible risks Mm -hmm. and pain from it so I think listening to your heart is I always say try and identify when your heart smiles and and these are in the simplest of moments so for me when I had like, I had a a year of horrible things happen in 2015, which kind of led me to where I am now. And it was lots of life changing things. And I just had had lost hope with life. Mm. I, I, I needed to really try hard every day to find the beauty in life. And I used to really channel into my heart smiling and that would often be the silliest of things like um, a little girl giggling with her mum on the bus or a flower, the most beautiful flower in like a rubbish dump that was Mm. like still there standing strong (laughs) or like my favourite song being played in the supermarket when I just needed a sign that everything was going to be okay and And I think when you can like start to be aware of when your heart smiles, even in those moments when life is just really rubbish and you're just like, oh man, like give me a break. That's what helps pull you back up and Mm -hmm. helps you start raising that vibration again. So I think being able to understand the language of the heart is like, so incredible to have in your toolbox for when you have those days that really kind of drag you down and and you need a bit of hope to be brought to you Mm, absolutely I I do agree that the heart really can't lie and that Mm. it really changes your life when you start connecting 
with it and listening to it and understanding the language it speaks and just kind of transforms everything. And I'm sure it has for you. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I don't know, but you probably, this is when you started your path to where you are today, right? Yes. Yeah. And, and I think the other, um, way that I have seen the heart kind of evolve in, in terms of my own journey is, um, actually going back to when I said about heartbreak, um, I do believe that we, we have to work on healing our own hearts when they've Mm -hmm. been broken and heartbreak can be through numerous things it can be the typical relationship but it can also be um grief or Mm. it can be you know just something that has happened in your life that has hit you so hard in your core that your heart hasn't been able to stay intact due to that event and um when I became single three and a half years ago after 10 years in a relationship my heart I I actually saw my heart shatter to the ground Mm. um, in one moment um, at the end of that relationship. And I could just see it in millions of pieces on the floor. And there was such a numbness inside of me. It was like, even though my blood was still running around my body and and obviously I was still breathing and alive, like my heart had left me at that point. Mm. And so for three and a half years, I rebuilt it. I rebuilt it myself and I, I saw it as this process of like taking every single shattered piece and gluing it back together. And that glue could have been um, like a yoga class or the glue could have been, Mm -hmm. um, you know, a a trip with like a way for myself or the glue was lots of different moments in life that was basically a lot of self-care and a lot of self-love. And I glued it all back together. Mm. And I have always truly believed in terms of, of partnerships that we're not trying to look for our better half we're trying to find an equal whole Mm, because I think when we look for a better half then we both are trying to heal each other and that's when we become too dependent and that's where there's a danger that we lose our identity in that relationship and things can break down so I always said to myself I'm going to make myself on my own my own whole and that in my head was healing my heart fully so it was pure again. And, and I see a heart as a heart shape. I know it yeah. doesn't look like that, but that's what I've got. Over <laughs> that's okay. Red <laughs> um, and you know what? It's the cliche, but the minute I felt like I'd fully healed, I fell in love with someone. Beautiful. And, um, yeah. And I just, it was, I know it's a little bit off what we were talking about, but I just think it's something women, again, speak to me a lot. They're like, how did you find someone? I'm like, well, first of all, it took three and a half years. Mm, so yeah, it's important patience. to talk about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we need patience, which as a, as a society in the 20th century, we're not very good at anymore. And it's something that we need to learn again. Mm, yeah. But it's also healing yourself. Stop looking for the external to heal you. Yeah. Stop relying on people or items or whatever to heal you. Like start doing that inner work. And I think also that heightens your intuition mm-hmm. because you're getting to know yourself better. Mm. Um, and it's just the most gorgeous process to go through knowing that you've healed yourself and the result of that is you found true love and yeah I just um 
yeah sorry I just felt no, like I no, don't to be sorry it. it's beautiful I think like everything is connected in the end so yeah, that yeah. leads to this and it's it's beautiful and I think a lot of people want to hear about it so if you want to say anything more go ahead please <laughs> no I mean all I, all I will say I mean so so yeah I, I met someone uh six months ago and it was pretty instant oh right okay this is the future partner forever great good sorted took that off my list um and and but what so it's it's my girlfriend and she did the same thing she she healed herself as well in the years that she was single and and we've had that discussion on how we've both come together as two really strong independent women mm -hmm. who want to share our lives together you know we're not looking for like support from each other even though it happens and it has already you know I've I've actually found it really interesting being in a relationship again because I'm so independent so <laughs> strong-willed so I've had to really like you know just be like okay there's another person like in my life now um and she's been amazing in supporting that but I know deep down that my heart is whole and that's because of me alone mm. and all she can do is add to that she can make it glow and grow but I'm never going to rely on her to fix the cracks in my heart mm -hmm. and there's something really empowering about that and I do think when people say I keep going for the wrong guy or I keep choosing the wrong person it's because there's a little bit of healing there that needs to be done mm. um and you know it takes no time or money or anything it just takes that intention of, of kind of looking within and and being brave enough to know that you can heal yourself absolutely and sometimes seek support um from people who can like if you're really feeling lost, I think that is important to know that maybe at this time you can reach out to someone to mm. just like hold your hand, not that they're going to be doing the work, but that you're going to be doing it with someone there so that you, you have that support system if you need it. I think, I mean, in my own journey, I know it has been important at times to have someone whether a coach or a healer or something but then knowing when it was time for me to you know fly with my own wings or go on my own path and do the healing myself or continue that myself so I think I mean for me and for some people that I know it has been important to know when it's time for one and for the other so yeah but I definitely agree that it it takes patience and just mm. it's so beautiful when two whole entities can come together to make their lives better better and to kind of because they want to share life with one another not because they're looking to get something validation or you know that yeah. healing like you said yeah definitely and like and like you've just mentioned you know everything is inside of us but sometimes we just need someone to help us find it exactly and there's, yeah. there's nothing wrong with that yeah. like sometimes we're so overwhelmed by life and we've been crushed so much by it that we just need someone to like blow away that dust and like help us like see what's inside of us you know and, and get us on the journey so um yeah, I do. I do believe that that's a really important part as well. Yeah, it's like someone who can help you remember who you are and what you have in you when you've forgotten it or when you lost touch with that. I think that's yeah, yeah a beautiful way to put it. Wow, that's that has been such a beautiful conversation so far. Thank you for everything that you've been sharing so openly with us and 
Yeah, it's been really beautiful. And before we wrap up, I wanted to ask you a few more like quick questions at the end. I like yeah. to do that. Um, <laughs> unless you have something you want to add before. No, no, all good, all good. Heart all happy. Oh. I can feel it smiling. <laughs> beautiful. So what is your sun sign, your moon sign and rising if you know them? Okay, so I'm a Cancerian mm-hmm. uh, with Moon in Scorpio. Oh and, wow, a lot of water. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> um, and my rising. Gosh, I feel like I do know it, but I, I can't think of it off the top of my head. So that's no, okay. I'm sorry, no yeah, worries. <laughs> I think it really just you know like those two already are very powerful and very. Uh, feminine in essence and that water but still there's the strength that we can feel in you so beautiful thank you do you have a favorite quote or a mantra that you live by uh okay so two things have just come so this, this is my intuition speaking two things have just come to me mm-hmm. um I live by the mantra be present uh that mm. literally saved my life and I think it's the way that everyone needs to have the intention of living um it's huge when it comes to like helping with anxiety as well when you yeah. are present in the moment um but the quote that I keep saying to people when people sort of either criticize or a bit cynical about the work that I do um I say there's an there's an Einstein quote and he said you can either see everything in life as a miracle or nothing in life as a miracle Mm. and you made that decision Mm -hmm. and I think it's really key you know when you say like oh I manifested this and someone's like oh it's just coincidence you're like well (laughs) you know you can either think it's coincidence and keep your vibration low and stop manifesting other beautiful things or you can believe that everything in life is a miracle and you're inviting that in. So I think that's a really beautiful quote. Yeah. Mm, yeah, absolutely. I love it. Thank you. <laughs> Do you have a dream destination right now? And I know you spent uh, quite a while in India not long ago. That's really exciting. But another dream destination somewhere you haven't been yet. Oh gosh. Well, again, like my intuition <laughs> said Bali then. Oh. Um, I think just because I see so many people in Bali all the time and I feel like in terms of my spiritual growth, mm-hmm. it would just be like supercharging it. And so my soul, I think, is craving that community of like-minded people yeah. and like nutritional food and beautiful surroundings to like just supercharge um yeah my my own soul's growth so yeah I'm gonna say Bali oh I love Bali I've been there for the first time last year and it was really like I I had felt the calling for a few years but ignored it because I did that so well and I finally (laughs) listened and it was it is one of those magical places on earth where I think that's why it attracts so many like-minded individuals and just like creates this unity there and it's just really hard to explain but I'm I am sure that you will love it so yeah I hope that it will life will bring you there very soon yes I hope so too. and I hope I can go back there as well very soon yeah <laughs> <laughs> um a favorite book of yours oh gosh I love books um let me think of into I mean I think the one that always comes to mind when I'm speaking to a female audience is Women Who Run With The Wolves. Mm. Um, 
that's by Clarissa Pinker. Yeah, something I can't. I'll put everything in the show notes. So yeah, yeah, I thought so. But that's a really beautiful. um, Again, I think in terms of intuition, it's a really beautiful book in in helping us understand the power we have within us as women Mm -hmm. and um the way that she tells the the stories within the book are just so beautiful and I do feel that it should be a bible for every woman that they should read it so um yeah that's going to be the one I recommend beautiful and like I said I'll put that in the show notes Mm -hmm. do you have a favorite beverage in general or right now oh my gosh um (laughs) I I mean water is like yeah. it's so boring but at the minute so important I, vital <laughs> yeah I'm working so hard I'm really kind of I've really upped my you know uh, the effort that I'm putting into everything and so you know I I'm I am switching to water a lot. I'm I'm no expert and perfectionist with water. Like I, I've always struggled to like have enough, but mm-hmm. I just feel that it's the thing that even if other things are failing in terms of like <laughs> nutrition or sleep, and I, I'm trying really hard, but as long as I'm getting my water, I think it sustains a level within mm. me of goodness. So mm. yeah, mm, water is. I never so I, important. I never thought I would say that as an answer. About five years ago, it would have been gin and tonic. So I wow. do. I'm quite proud of it. <laughs> yeah, that's a really good, um, it's a really good one. Thank you. <laughs> um, there's something that's not on my list, but that I feel like my intuition is asking me to ask you. Um, okay. I guess it's two things, but uh, let's see. So what would you tell yourself, like the past self five years ago? And what would you tell your future self? So that's two questions. Cheating, sorry. Okay. <laughs> It's fine. I'll allow it. (laughs) So my past self, I would just say that everything that you need to know, all the answers are within you Mm. and it's just finding them. Um, That's what I would tell my past self. My future self, I'd probably just say, I'll see you real soon. I can't wait to be where you're (laughs) at. I do a future self meditation and I it's something that I ask you know all the women that I work with to do and it's really beautiful to see the women the woman that you're going to become Mm. and um yeah I just I can't wait to get to her like I'm very much enjoying the present moment and the journey Mm -hmm. but I know that she's waiting for me and she's like kick-ass and yeah I'm looking (laughs) forward to meeting her (laughs) Yeah, great. Thank you. And the last one is how can we support you and where can we find you? Yeah, so uh, I'm mainly on the the Instagram, mm-hmm. so at the Sea Salt Plan. Um, I have a website that explains all my bespoke one-to-one three-month coaching program um, where, like I say, I, I help female business owners just live uh a, a real life worthy of Instagram mm-hmm. um, in, in terms of happiness and success. Um, so that's the seasellplan.com. Um, so they're kind of my, my two main places. Do lots of live, you know, lots of lots of videos to kind yeah. of help women day to day. Yeah, and, uh, and so it'd be great to see you guys over there. Yeah, and everything will be in the show notes of that. Anyone who Amazing. resonates with you, and I'm sure many will, can find you and connect with you. Yeah perfect well thank you so much for this beautiful conversation and for being here with us today oh it's been amazing thank you so so much and i love all the work that you do and yeah keep keep doing what you do oh thank you